Thank you, praise team. Father, we ask for grace to surrender all. Savior you are. My Lord, you are all in all to us. Give blessings to your word this morning. Those who are listening from any part of the world. Who this morning need grace and help. Just like all of us do. Render it to thy glory, O Lord, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Praise Him, you can go on and sing. Chapter 9, verse 6. What will you have me to do? Blessed be the name of the Lord. We are going to look at this message from three different scenarios or circumstances. One is regarding to Saul of Tarsus. Later on to us, Paul, the beloved apostle. The other was blind Bartimaeus, relating to the same subject. Who the Lord asked that question, what do you want me to do? And lastly is the mother of Jesus, Mary, telling some people, do whatever he asks you to do. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And then we will look at this subject relating to your life and mine. Why many of our prayers are not answered? Why we pass through at times severe mistakes and agony in lives? Because we fail to ask that question. But we spend a lot of time praying about the situation, asking for intervention, asking for a miracle, when really what God wants from us is to sincerely ask that question 
What do you want me to do about this situation? And if you, by God's grace, happens to be one of those who are of the fold, the sheep of the Lord, the Bible says, my sheep, they do do what? They hear my voice. If he should answer you and tell you what to do, hopefully you can negate your woman, woman wisdom or thinking or abilities and do that that the Lord asks you to do. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Many of life ills and problems will be resolved in your life and mine if we are willing Ask that question. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The first person that asked this question was Saul of Tarsus. That's what he was known in those days. Now let us look at who Saul was. Saul was a great man in his day. A well-connected individual highly educated some say he has a doctorate degree I believe so look at what he wrote in the Bible how he phrased them how he write them he studied under Gamaliel the greatest professor of his days he was a citizen of Rome the number one nation of the whole world in his day He ran with the greatest and the highest of the land. The chief priest and all is connected to them. He was a man that you can say he's not just an ordinary man. He can be reckoned with. But he chose a path sincerely believing he was doing God a service outside God's will. And that is the problem with many of us at times. We are doing God a service outside his will. He believed that that sex in Nazareth, the Jesus said, was caught. And being a court and being an other fellow of uh, the way of Judaism, that this sex must be destroyed from the face of the earth. And he felt that he has been called to be the one to do it. And with his education, with his zeal, with his ability, he went on to do that with everything that is in him. He was there when Stephen was being stoned. Dead. He has the authorization to kill, to root out men, women, and children. Go read verse 1 of that, verse 9, chapter 9. To root and kill any who, by any means, is about or involved in that sect, Jesus Christ. And he sincerely believed that he's doing God a great service. Fully believed that he was doing God a service. He continued in this until one day, having obtained papers from the authorities, 
the chief priests, and so on. He was on his way to Damascus to root them out, imprison them, torture them, put them to death, whatever he has to do. Until he ran into the solid rock himself. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Bible didn't say whether he was riding a horse or he was walking, whichever one. When he ran onto that rock, he was floored to the ground. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The voice came from the heaven. He saw, so why do you persecute me? Being a teacher, as he called himself, he saw the stock of Israel from the tribe of Benjamin. He said he saw the Hebrews of the Hebrews. He knows the history of the Hebrews. So he understood who can it be but the Yahweh himself that is shining upon my eyes with the power of a thousand suns. Voice that could shake heaven and earth at the same time. He says, Lord, who are you? He says, I am Jesus, whom you persecute. It's not easy to kick against a stone. That's pure stupidity. To go be kicking on that, that uh, brick over there or a stone. Then he asked the question we are discussing this morning. What will you have me to do? What do you want me to do? It's a question that many of us can only ask when we reach a point of total surrender. It's a question that anybody here should ask in many situations and circumstances afflicting us in life. It's a question that if you ask, and you are willing to obediently listen, and if you are a sheep you have from that voice, and you are willing to do it, then your redemption is nigh. He asks, what am I going to do? What do you want me to do? What can I do about this situation? That I saw a man renewed, educated, People know me, the whole land know me, the high priest, all the connected, the presidency. I'm connected to them. And I've been walking day and night to fulfill the will of God, Yahweh, as I believe it to be. And suddenly something like this happened to me. I am now in disgrace. And my all and all, my opportunities and all I think I was is now reduced to nothing. What do you want me to do? Later on in the message, I will point out that if many Christians sincerely can take maybe time off from praying all time, praying all day and night and Asking God for intervention to do this and do that and sincerely ask God, what do you want me to do? And you are willing to listen and you are willing to hear and when you have had to do that, then your problem might be or most likely will be 
Saul. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But you have to reach a point of total brokenness. You have to reach a point of total surrender. You have to reach a level whereby you know that you are all in all doesn't amount to anything. And the only way out of this situation is Jesus and Jesus alone. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And you say, what do you want me to do? Another scenario was of blind Bartimaeus who has waited all his life for this miracle. Blind, robbed of the ability to see, Reduced to begging on the highway by the side of the street for livelihood. I can imagine that he has been abused, negrated. I can point to this fast through scriptures. And one day, sitting on the side of the street, he heard a noise. And he asked, what is that noise I'm hearing? And some people say to him, oh well, as a man, a new man, this is in the beginning of the work of Jesus Christ. In Mark chapter 10, verse 51. They told him it's a man called Jesus. He has heard of it, but he has not had opportunity. Nobody has cared to take him to Jesus or has opportunity to see him or meet him. And suddenly, by providence, he is walking by him. He says, is that Jesus coming? He said, that is him. He shouted with the largest, biggest, noisiest voice he can muster because there was a large crowd all around. Jesus! Son of David, have mercy on me. And we hear, let's go to that Mark chapter 10, 51. People around him started saying, no, 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 shut up, close your mouth, do not make noise. Not for him. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Mark chapter 10, who is on the screen, please? Mark chapter 10, 51. And he raised his voice even louder than before and shouted, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He wasn't going to allow this opportunity to pass by. He wasn't going to give up on this one time, once in a lifetime opportunity. Then, just like I was saying before, Jesus answered and said unto him, What will thou that I should do unto thee? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen? Paul asked that question in different circumstances. Bartimaeus the blind Call upon the mercy of God at any time you call upon God's mercy, he never overlooks that. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And Jesus then asked a human being, what 
will thou? What do you want me to do for you? Let me elaborate on that a little. Many of us have tendency of having had this opportunity, one time, lifetime opportunity, and we answer wrongly. And we choose wrongly. And we go in the flesh. And we do things, answer God, and so we don't get answers. This man was blind, but he has been able to see more than most people as of his day. He was the second person outside the devil himself who recognized Jesus as of that time as the son of David. Spiritually speaking, he can see. But there was something that is limiting him in life. He cannot see well. He cannot even see. He is blind. So he called on Jesus Christ. What do you want? And Jesus answered him, what do you want me to do for you? I said before that many of us, if presented with this question, we choose contrary to the will of God. Many of us presented with this question, we go the other way around and not ask or answer according to the will of God. Mr. Kachi was a woman of God. And there's a brother known as William Braham, a prophet and a man of God who has gone home to be with the Lord. He had given a little uh, offering of $20 or so to Braham. Braham, knowing this woman to be very, very poor, chose to return that uh, $20. In his house, in her house, where they came, there were other brethren around. And they were talking, and Braham was giving instances of God being able to provide. Be a creative God. We are talking about a miracle that God has done and discussing on this issue. And he pointed out that God provided the land at the point of need of Abraham. It was a creative miracle. And the sister quipped in and raised her voice and said, Yep. Yeah. That is definitely according to the word of the Lord. I believe it. And the Holy Spirit said to Abraham, Ask this woman to name her heart desire. Anything in the world that she desires here and now. And God will grant her heart desire right away. Abraham turned to the woman and said, You believe me to be a prophet of God? Say yes. See, the Holy Spirit just told me that you should desire, name any hard desire that you have. And if five minutes from now, whatever you ask is not done, then I'm a liar and a false prophet. Just say it now. But why would that happen, sir? See, because you say the right thing. That woman, I've forgotten, he said the, the seraphite or something woman who also made a correct, correct statement to Jesus Christ. One time, in the face of circumstances, in the face of every other thing, she made a correct statement and God tuned into that and said, your prayers are granted. 
And so the prophet told her, ask whatever you want. Say, but what will I ask? He said, I don't know. The Lord God said to me, whatever you desire, whatever you want, whatever you desire at this point, name it because the Holy Spirit have told me so. Say, well, that's your junior sister, Edith, there sitting. She's crippled for life. You've been believing for healing for her. That's your father and mother standing over there. They are old and are ailing. You don't have any money. In that house, we are about 10 people. Two of them were two young men, the, the sons of this sister, Haiti. And they were laughing, laughing, and like, what is this crazy man talking about? And my mom just believing it. Sister scratched her head. Lord just told me through the prophet to ask anything. Say if it is money you want, say it. That money will land right on your lap. Any amount, whatever you desire. This is a true testimony. But my greatest heart desire is for the salvation of these two children. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And say the Lord grant your petition now. No sooner than he said that the children lay down and start crying in front of their mother and prostrate themselves and gave their life to Christ and received the Holy Spirit at the same hour. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now if God will ask me and you like he asked blind Bartimaeus, what is your heart desire? I wonder what you will ask. Life of your enemies? Mm -hmm. I'm getting too old. I want my hair back. That's maybe the answer to some people. Yeah. I used to be beautiful. Look at me now. I want that youthfulness back. I want money. A lot of it. In the millions. No billions. Let me change that quickly. But the same question was asked of the blind Bartimaeus. The man who was already seeing more than others was lacking something he needed. He said, Lord, that I may receive my sight. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And his petition was answered. The third was about Mary, the mother of Jesus, who we are called in the beginning. Mind you, and I'm saying it again, in the beginning of Jesus' ministration, they came together in that place because they were invited to a wedding. They were invited to a wedding, the disciples, Jesus Christ, the mother, and a lot of people were invited to this wedding. They must know this person. Wedding in those days is not a day I fear. Some people three days, five days, seven days of celebration, of drinking, of having merry, of rejoicing, and so on and so forth. But something happened along the way. Why the 
room and the wife and the chief of the priest, the governor of the occasion, was sitting on the high table. They ran out of wine. And they didn't even tell the man who was in charge of the whole situation. Mary got to know about it and came to Jesus and said, they have no more wine. Man, why do you want to get me into trouble? It's not your time. It's the beginning of his ministry. I want you to notice some things that Mary did here. She didn't argue with Jesus. She didn't start giving reasons. She didn't cry and say, oh, my only son, I told you to do something I know you can do. You have the power. And then, no, no, no. She didn't do any of those. She turned around and said to the servants, knowing that we serve a merciful and caring God, it will be a total shame to this family if it was announced that they ran out of food and wine in the midst of the celebration, they will never leave it down in that city, in that town in those days. The man will not show his face in public because he threw a party he cannot sustain. He said, no go, no, don't do that. So having told Jesus the concern that they have, he left and went to the servants and said, whatever he tells you to do, do what? Do it. Same topic. One from Saul. Lord, what do you want me to do? So Brian Bademos, what do you want me to do? Now from Mary to servants, which in those days are probably slaves. In those days, slaves can be beaten, slaves can be tortured, slaves can even be killed for insulting the master, for putting the master to shame, for doing things they shouldn't do. Mary said to them, whatever my son tells you to do, do what? Do it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, Jesus told them some empty pots over there, a lot of big pots, fill it with water. Everyone said, what the, what's going on here? Fill the pot with water. Mm -hmm. Okay, they went and drew water from well or whatever and filled the pots. Then the master said to them, draw and give to who? To the master of the occasion, to the governor of the feast, to the king of the feast. I scratch my head, what will I do, Emmanuel? I don't know this man. The mother told me, do whatever he says to do. He told me to go draw water and put it in buckets. Fill it and then. And then tell me to draw the same water and give to the governor of the feast. 
my human wisdom will immediately kick in. Sir, you think it's a wise idea? Can we test it first? Can we give it to a lesser person for God's sake so that they can at least drink it and see if it's water for real or wine? I never heard of this. How can I just take water and give to the master of vocation? My master will kill us. My master will skin us alive. It will be a national calamity here. We will be disgraced. He will be disgraced and we will, I don't know what he will do to us. No. His word was sufficient unto them. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The word of the master, the word of Jesus Christ, the command of the he that made heaven and earth was sufficient unto these ignorant servants. Draw and give. To who? To the master of the occasion. They draw the water. Obediently. Gave to the master of the occasion. They stood the one and said, hmm? To the room. People usually give bad drink. <laughs> Good drink at the beginning. And when everybody is filled, they then draw the bad one and give. How come you are giving us better wine? At the end of this occasion, after we've drunk all the nonsense you gave us before. The point I want to stress here is that his word is sufficient. Blessed be the name of the Lord. They didn't need any other advice or counsel. They didn't need to correspond or to ask or to try to figure it out. They did what the master said to do. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Many of us sitting here this morning, you can check your life sincerely and know that many a times Jesus' word is not sufficient unto you. Many of us sitting here this morning know what the Holy Spirit said to do and we choose not to do it. Many of us does not listen to the advice or the counsel of the Holy Spirit. The word is not sufficient to us. We negate it as Christians. We overlook it as Christians. One man came to Jesus one day. Lord, I want to make you to the kingdom. Rich man. See, have you done this and done that and done that? Yes, I done all those ones from my youth. I kept them. Then he says, say, Lord, you have. Give to the poor. Come and follow me. Ah, that was too much. That was too much, sir. It's too costly. Profited what could have been the greatest blessing of all time. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. 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 The same thing applies to many of us. The Lord says to do it, we don't listen. We pray and pray and pray, and then finally that Holy Spirit, that quiet voice speaks to us, and it goes right through our ears. Myself included, many a times. As the man who can be the Lord speaking, why? 
I prayed and I got conviction. Lord said, I should go to hospital. I will rather believe. So you'll probably die believing. Why? Didn't you say it's safe for you to go to hospital and see a doctor? And say you'll rather believe and not go. And you'll probably die. Ask us. The Lord said, call a lawyer over this situation that you are having. No, that is going canary. Might wind up in jail also. The Lord said for you to go ahead and forgive that person. But he's the one that offended me. How will I do that? Negate that instruction. The Holy Spirit speaking to us. The Lord said there's a hindrance in the hope. There's a problem in this marriage. I want you to go on and confess to your spouse. What he should have known or she shall have known. But you are hiding it and that is a problem. Oh my God, if I should do that, I don't think she will forgive me or he will forgive me. This marriage will go to pieces. We started doubting, questioning, asking God why. No, it's not the best. We start to twist it to fit us completely. I don't think I should do that, Lord. He may never forgive me. This is something that I do when I don't know what I should do. You know, but the Lord said, and you as a sheep had that voice. He negated it. And he afflicts us, and he pains us, and it happens to us. Around 7 or 8 a.m. yesterday night, I've told my son, every time you go to the park, make sure you come back on time before it's night. That's my son Joshua Toby. When I didn't see him, I was walking in the park. I looked, saw him playing on uh, this thing, the what they call it, the swing. I saw a white man talking to him and hiding the shrub behind the shrub to hear what is going on. Man saying he's kind of late, buddy. White man. It's time you should go home. Why are you still here? I'm about to leave and you'll be alone in the park. He didn't answer. He didn't see anything. And I was hiding in the shrub. <laughs> and uh, the man left, drove off. I was still waiting to see what my son would do. An idea came to my head. Scare him. Scare him really, really bad. So that another day you will not stay late in the park. I was wearing a black pants, black jacket, glove black, and a black hat. So I looked like a thug myself. About <laughs> 10 feet away. So my plan was to shout and rush at him. And I concluded this plan. And there come that voice don't do it. I did it. I took off like an Olympic. Uh, took off like an Olympic. Uh, there was a splinters. Moving at the speed of light. Halfway around. Woo! I don't know what I tripped on. Some people were asking me. <laughs> I flew like a javelin parallel. My whole life just passed before beyond my eyes. 
my hat flew off, my glass flew off, and I was crying like this, and landed with such a thud on the ground, my head was shaking. <laughs> and people were asking me this morning, at least two or three people asked, why are you limping? I say, it's a, it's a, it's a long story. <laughs> it's a long story. I shook my head to see if my head is still attached. My knees, my back, my toe was twisted in something. If only I listened. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Pray will be the last time. That's why I'm limping for those of you who asked. It was just yesterday night. Don't do it. I did it. That voice can come in different ways. I hate small voice. Be a sheep, you will hear it. This thing is another thing altogether. Doing it is another thing altogether. Do it this way. No, I will do it that way. Move that way. No, that will be better this way. Try it this way. No, 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 Lord. He said, no go. That was 2,000 years ago. Now it doesn't apply. His word never changed. His word never fell. He's the same yesterday. He's the same today. And he's the same forever. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. At times it may be, what do you want me to do? At times it may be, do whatever he tells you to do. At times it may be, the Lord asking you, what do you want me to do? Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen? But all of them is coming from the master. We must be willing to obey. We must be willing to submit. We must be at a state of total surrender to comply with the master's instruction. The master, when he speaks, may not give you a complete picture of what is to follow. We are rounding up. Saul have to wait for three whole days. When he asked that question, he said, go to Damascus, continue. You are still blind. Some of us think that the solution must be from Jesus. No, it cannot be doctor. No, it cannot be a lawyer. No, it cannot be this. No, it cannot be from that. We question him, but the master knows the way, and he's the one that will tell you the way. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Whatever Jesus say, that do. Amen? Whatever Jesus say, I say that do. It doesn't matter how ambiguous, how confusing, how you may not think is right. Whatever Jesus Christ say, that do. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Like Mary said to them, whatever he says, that do. To have less regrets in life. To have less crying in life. Let's stand on our feet, everybody.
it is Jesus Christ. And his word is yea and amen. He is not like me and you. He doesn't say it and then change tomorrow. He doesn't get confused like us. His plans towards you and me is for good. To give us an expected end. At times we are claiming like those people in Revelation chapter 3. One of the church ages. Say they claim to be rich but they are poor. They claim to be seen but they are blind as bats. The thing with God is for us to know that we are just the potter. We are not the potter. He is the potter. We are just the clay in his hand. Don't use your common little sins with him. He does everything for a purpose to his glory. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The part is to listen and to follow the command of the I stated before, those servants didn't question it. Throw water and put in a pot, they did. Take it and give to the master of the occasion, they did. And these are people that have not known Jesus. You are watching me today and your life is in confusion. Maybe later on you may watching this and you are saying oh I think that's where I missed it I've been praying for this situation but what I failed to do is to ask God sincerely in humility what do you want me to do about this marriage issue about this uh, my business my job issue about my children's circumstances about my health issue. Many of us knows what to do, but we're not willing to do it. Many of us, even here, like I had, don't do it. Went ahead and did it anyway. I'm praying that God will give us the presence of mind to be humble. If you say go confess to your spouse, then confess. If you say forgive, don't question that order. You say prostrate yourself to your servant. Hear and hear the master's voice. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We remove a lot of obstacles. We move mountain fast if we learn to surrender. If you haven't seen Jesus or received him this morning, advertise, I tell you, I'm calling on you, come and taste and see that the Lord is good. His mercy endures forever. Blind Bartimaeus called for him for mercy and he heeded it.
Paul asked that question, what do you want me to do? And he gave him directions. This is what you are going to do. Today he is calling on you. Whatever situation you might be or have been, or is facing or may face, seek out God's will or his intention about it. And when he has spoken, humble and obedience to just heed it. It may not look the right way to go. But Jesus Christ is the master. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise him comes out. Again. I surrender all. I surrender all. all to thee, my blessing.